El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es Crujiente, tiernito Es pollo en la McDonald's Un mordisco y wow. Es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's En McDonald's participantes White in the night, yeah, baby. Friday at two. White in the night. I-95 Sports Network, 1605-562-8001 is the number to call. I have very dampening news that my partner over here, Stephen, how you doing? I'm good, Errol. How are you? I'm good. I would have been better. How do you, not only has this man not seen Baby Driver, actually, I just saw it not even an hour ago. This man doesn't know what Baby Driver is. How is it? Dude, seriously? Seriously. Do you, do you scroll through social media, Twitter, Facebook, yes, Instagram? Yes, yes. And you don't know what... Never even heard of it. Oh, um, Has Kevin Spacey, Jamie Foxx, and the kid from um, Fault in Our Stars. I like that, that movie. Oh, I never saw that. I never saw. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, You know, last night, Stephen, you called me. We got a lot to get into today. Um, Pineda, Mets, Mello, what a turn that has taken. <laughs> and I mean, we can discuss. I don't know if you've watched the McGregor press conferences, but I, I might have to. This is people tell me this is what WWE looks like. So I'm like, this might I might have to get into uh, you know the so-called sport. But you know, you called me last night on the phone, right? Yeah. Exhausted out of your mind. Still am. It must have been contagious. Because I knocked out at 10.30. I got home around 10 o'clock. Um, and I put on, I had the DVR set from the mic and my, uh, the mic and mic, the mic and the Mad Dog thing. And I watched half of it and I knocked out. It was bad. I don't, you. The, the show was good. No, no, no. The fact that I knocked out, it was fantastic. I had to watch the rest. I haven't watched the rest yet. The fact that I knocked out so quickly while watching something so fantastic and so historic. I, I was, Did I you know Chris Carlos was the producer, the radio I, producer? I, I had no idea. Him and Mark Melusis. Yeah, I have a newfound respect for Mark Melusis, too. Like, I didn't know that he's been around WFN so long. Him I'm, not a big, I'm, not a big fan, I'm not a big fan of him on air. I like Melusis. Not, not, not a big fan of him, but never, I never knew Chris Carlin. I've always liked Chris Carlin on SNY. I got to say, he was quite thinner, and he had some hair. Not much, but he had some hair. No, he was good. He was always a good uh, personality. But um, getting to the Mike and Mad Dog show, that was excellent show. And I, uh, another guy, Mike Francesa, a new fan respect for him. He's gone through a lot he when he was a, lot, a yeah. kid. I don't know. You said he didn't. I don't want to spoil it for you. But I don't know I got what, up what to parts the, you saw. I got up to the part where I know his his brother committed suicide, unfortunately. Um, I knew he was kind of a poor kid. And from Long Beach. Yeah, from Long Beach. Not not much. Eh, I'm not really knowing much else. The fact that the fan, when they first start, Susan Waldman, first voice ever on the fan. That's actually kind of cool. Uh, voice of the Yankees now. Color commentary woman for the Yankees. Does a fantastic job on with John Sterling. She, um, they brought in fact, I don't understand why it was so hard. Well, it's a New York radio show. Let me bring in New Yorkers. They bring in. You know, you saw Howie Rose talking about bringing in that guy from Cleveland, uh, Boston personality, uh, Florida personality. 
I mean, what, why would why was it so hard to figure that part out in the first place? I don't know. Also, did you know that they Mac and the Mad Dog brought in, brought Mike Francesa to New York? Uh, Mike Piazza to New York. They're I the saw reason. something white like that. Like I don't. They're the reason why he was brought to New York. They had Steve Phillips, the Mets general manager at the time, on air, and they were saying, you "Got to get this guy. You got to get this guy." And then the Mets. Uh, front office kept on getting phone calls from everybody saying, you got to get this guy. You got to get him on. Next thing you know, in the morning, Mike Piazza was on news uh, on the news saying he's uh, going to be in the lineup of the New York Mets, saying he's been wanting to be a Met for so long. I should be calling the Mets about some of the moves I have in place for them that we're going to talk about later because really, I, it looks like they need some help. But um, yeah, it was fantastic. And you know what? When it, around the time it started, because they broke up eight. 2007. 2007. I was just getting into sports in 2006. I still remember the first team I ever watched was the Mets, right? It was my first found love. That's why I can't switch teams like some people tend to do. Those are, those are just Fairweather fans. They, so I don't really have much memory of Mike and the Mad Dog. Really, it's just Mike. Really Honestly. So it's, it was real nice to see the history of that. At least half of the history of it because I haven't seen it yet. And it was nice to get a little piece of it on the on the fan this morning. I don't know if you heard, but... um. They both called in, and it was just like they were Did doing they? a show. Yeah, they both called in. It was just uh, like they were doing wait, a show again. Boomer this Carter? morning, no. Boomer and Carter walked today. It was actually Melissa's and Jones, uh, Kimberly Jones, uh, and your boy Melissa's. But um, they both called in for a solid 15 minutes. They just, you know, you didn't even realize it. That's so funny. I mean, they just saw history going on right before their eyes. My princess was up at that, early, that early in the morning? Yeah. You know, Francesca was telling a funny story about uh, Chernoff, the VP of, uh, of operations at the fan. When Caruso left, he calls him Dog. He doesn't call him Chris. He doesn't call him. He calls him Dog. When Dog left, Dog left. I, uh, yeah. Sure enough, you were. You made me sign some contracts and forms. He made him sign contracts and forms that he wasn't gonna leave the fan. He's paid. Apparently, according to Mike, he was. You know, sure enough, was pacing back and forth. Chris isn't leaving. Chris isn't leaving. I'm like, so he, he's leaving. He's leaving. Chris left, and he was like, no, no, he's not leaving. He's not leaving. He made him sign forms that he wasn't leaving because they were the first real successful thing to go on the fan. And some people make the argument, I don't agree with it, but some people make the argument that they only successful thing to go on the fan, which I don't agree with that. But no. Joe and Evan. Joe and, I think Joe and Evan have to be the best show on WFM. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I mean, Mike, like everyone loves Mike, but they're like the newfound generation, and you can see it now through social media and Twitter. And a lot of people think he's arrogant. They don't really appreciate that. And, but you I know. think you're, it's, it's not it, – Evan Roberts said it best yesterday. It's, you know, not oh, uh, a fancy dinner – conversation it's sports talk radio and that's how you get people's attention you have to be arrogant you have to you know be confident about your sports opinion that's what my princess my princess is and honestly i'm going to be kind of sad to see him leave come uh, 2018 now who is going to replace him ever roberts by the way i appreciate him recognizing the fact that he should never shave his head like that <laughs> ever again that was frightening i actually heard about that when him and christy are on chris christy let me tell you People don't like him. Not, not a, you know what? I have no political opinion on no him. No political opinion, but. He knows his stuff. He does. I don't think I would like to see him get that, I don't, that spot. I, I don't think that he will. Drive. I think, sure enough, I have no personal relationship at all. And the fan kind of realized maybe we shouldn't bring politics in, in place here with Christie. Because I don't know if you heard, actually, one of the guys they had on the show last night, Mike and Montclair. Um, on you know how they had the three. It was Mike and Montclair. Yeah. Um, Alan, 
Uh, the other two I really never heard of. The other two I actually never heard of. Uh, or Alan White Plains Alan and White Dennis Plains. and Dennis and I, don't, I never heard of Dennis. But where I, where Ira in Staten Island Ira was. Uh, Ira. Ira. I have no idea where. That was. I got I to gotta get on Twitter about that because I don't know. If you were going to have callers and fans in there, I, where I, was Ira? Where was Ira? Yeah. I mean, come on. So, but. Or Greg and Franklin Square. Yeah. The point, the preference of it. Of, I actually of, know him. Of bringing it, really. The yeah. preference of bringing that up was um, Mike and Montclair called Christy, basically told him, get your fat ass off the beach. You know, a few other words that, hey, obviously, not explicit for radio, but not exactly nice words, but. But uh, I, I, it looks like Chris Christie's might, mm-hmm. might get the job. I know Craig Carton is, uh, you know, begging for him to get that job. They're very well, him, Yeah, friends. him and their buddies. Listen, the he's, past 25 years he, you know what? If we just take the political aspect away from it, let's just pretend Chris Christie is just Chris Christie, not the governor of New Jersey. He makes, and a cow also a huge, huge Mets fan. He was talking about, Last week when they were talking when they were talking Mets, he had booked his tickets to Kansas City before Game Five even happened. I mean, this guy's a huge sports fan, and he does know his stuff. He wouldn't, I, as a sports fan, he wouldn't be bad. Now listen, you and I don't live in New Jersey, so we don't have the opinion that some of these New Jerseyans do have of him. But Chris Christie, <laughs> he, I can't. I can't allude to it enough. He does know his stuff. Now, what do you? Now, I saw you give me a look before. Do you not like? He was a talk host. Yeah, I don't like him as a talk host. Really? Why? I would just prefer. You know what? Maybe I could handle him in a small segment. I, I could tolerate him more than Mark Melissa. I'm just not a fan of Mark Melissa. Is it the fact that I, I just he just he's a I politician? feel like he pushed himself onto the scene on Boomer and Carton. I, I feel like he just pushed himself and forced his hand there. That is true. I mean, give it to you know. I'd rather give it. It's kind of. I'm going to compare him to Tim Tebow for a second. And. These two correlate actually very well with each other. Chris Christie, if he gets the job, well, he was the governor of New Jersey. He's a huge sports fan. He knows the stuff, but he didn't work his way up from the pecking order to get there. You know, right. Tim Tebow is a national icon, great athlete. He's in the minor leagues, got called up to single A, high A. High a. He's probably going to get called. If this goes into next year, he's going to start out in double A. But he didn't work his way up to get there like these kids and did. Eventually see him on the you see where I'm going with, yeah. I'm going with yeah. that? But um, Trust, I see what you mean. No, we won't. No, I see what you mean, but I'd rather Joe and Evan get that spot. I don't know if they want it, but if they do I, want it, I don't it, know if Joe wants it. I think Evan would probably love it. You know what? I don't. Evan is even good without Joe. He is, but Dude, Joe, Evan was with the, with the governor yesterday, the two days ago. Oh, they were. They. <laughs> I hate to say it. They make an awesome team. They really do. You know who Joe was on with last week? I mean, they were really mixing and matching. One day he was by himself. One day he was with Kimberly Jones. There were a couple of days he was with Brian Custer. Yes, I heard that. One why. I heard that. I guess he was involved with that. You know, sad to say. I guess he was involved with, um, you know, the ESPN guys getting swept under the rug. Because he was doing Sunday nights with uh, Donovan McNabb for a while. Oh, on ESPN Radio. On ESPN New York. Yeah, so I guess he was part of that. Um, the people got laid off. But. We'll see what happens with that. Joe and Evan will always be my favorite talk show host. They never really got a, a chance to listen to Mike and the Mad Dog. But I, you know yeah. what? I would, you know what? I'd go out of my way and, and purchase SiriusXM if they were back, if they were to reunite. 
on the mic on May's already. Sounded good today, man. I think they were putting out a little sound bites of it too. You guys go around and listen to it. But um, before we uh, get into the sports talk, wow, look, well, I don't know what happened, but did you see what happened? We, this has to be discussed. Did you see what's going on on Fox Sports now? No, you're a big really. follower of Ken Rosenthal, correct? Yes, yes. Well, now Fox Sports, they had a big. Uh, shelf of layoffs too. I don't know if you did you see that. I didn't realize that. The, um, there's a hockey writer that I think you follow. I followed through Pete Blackburn. Yes, I've heard of him. Well, he got laid off a while ago because now Fox is officially all audio and video. There's no there's no print with them. There's no writing with them. Right. There's no website with them anymore. So sad to say, Ken Rosenthal. No, Rose- no, the Ken Rosenthal has to find a new site. It might still be up there from, but there's no uh, there's no more writing. Um, Fox Sports. No, not Fox.com. What do we use? What is it? I saw this show last night. Beach Shazam. It was Beach Shazam. It was awesome. FoxSports.com. Oh, God. Um, let's see what we got here. But they, Ken Rosen. Oh, well, here it is. Well, look at it. Hey, where are all the articles, buddy? This is what I mean. I guess. Sorry, I, I didn't mean. I misunder. You misunderstood me. There's no writers. There's, there's no writers for Fox anymore. It's all videos. Um, you know, shit. Skipping Shannon. The herd. But. Ken Rosenthal has to find somewhere else to. Ken Rosenthal may be, if not the one of, if not the best, one of the best. Um, this isn't there. This is from the AP. Oh, true. That's from the Associated Press. So they literally don't have writers anymore. Um, so Ken Rosenthal, who I, in my opinion, is one of the best. I don't know where you, you know can. where he used to work. Somewhere in Nassau County. It has to be somewhere in Nassau County. Take one bringing it up. Well, he went to Oyster Bay High School, right? Yes. <clears throat> is it a radio? No. Give me. Where was my favorite place? Um, Moe's? No, not oh. to go. Where was my favorite place until 2014? Oh, Nassau Coliseum. Did you come to the a popcorn vendor. Oh, really? <laughs> Listen, man. Start from the bottom. This is your concession vendor. Unbelievable. I mean, it's sad what's going on. You know, as a former journalism major, um... It's scary to see, and a little relieving for me that I that I made the switch to English. I mean, I could still do journalism if I wanted to, but can't do it at Fox anymore. <laughs> I can't do it at Fox. Yeah, if I, I, I think journalism is uh, honestly it's a, it's a good hobby, but I think career wise, it's not I, everything's digital now. That's you know, the thing. I, what I do want to have our I, I want to try to get him on. Um, he's big time now, so I don't know if he wants to come on with us anymore. Remember our first caller, or not our, our first uh, reporter that we had on, Chris Catello. He was out in Miami, and he tweeted out, and he said, you know, I asked some experienced veteran journalists about where the industry is headed, and, he, you know, they don't think it's it's going in the right direction. So, very sad. Um, oh, we need jobs first before we start. <laughs> Steven, Sports Talk. Weissman and Oz is officially starting. That was a nice little – I listen, you'll see, just get off track. I mean hey, – Sometimes it's good for the show. It is. It is. It, when it's a talk week – you know, when it's kind of a quiet week, it's good. This is what happens during the summer, though. But um, let's start with Pineda. Uh, it's really it is a sad story because this is a guy who you were just waiting for to put it all together since he's been with the Yankees. Um, he finally did this year, and now he has a partially torn UCL, and he will have Tommy John and be out for the rest of the year and probably end his Yankee career. Steven, Chance Adams, anyone? Is it time to bring him up? I mean... You know, it's sad news for Pineda, but I, I think why not? Uh, Yankees are obviously hurt by the uh, injury bug really badly this season. 
And you've seen guys like Tyler Austin come up. You've seen guys like uh, Clint Frazier come up. Why not bring up another rookie, you know? Uh, and I think this can – this team's still on the hunt. This team's oh, – They lead the, sec- the wild card. I think card. they lead the wild card, yeah. Or at least they're the second spot in the wild card. So uh, as long as they want to compete, you know, this is a big blow. Um. So this year between Trenton and just as SWB, I'm not sure six and three with a two and a half ERA in eleven games. Um, that's in AAA and in Trenton four and over the one point zero three ERA. That is Chance Adams. It's time to br- I mean, it's time to bring him up. Excuse me. Why not? I mean, you want to well, see what he's got. I mean, Pineda statistically hasn't really been that great this season. I mean, he was four point three nine ERA. He had a good start. He's been better. I mean, he's been a little. It, wins isn't overrated. He's been a little. Con- in, he's been a little consistent throughout this year that we haven't seen since he's been here. So, and he was in a contract year, so that really does uh, put the damper in his mood. But where do they go from? They can't trade for Quintana anymore. He's all got. They gave up a boatload. From a Cubs perspective, I kind of understand that because Stephen, you look at it. Black is on the back nine going down quick. And Arietta and Lester are right behind them. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they needed some youth in that uh, in that rotation. And I think they're still. Uh, I think the Cubs are looking for Sonny Gray now. That's a scare. I mean, do they need? I know Lackey got placed in the DL, but I think I don't think he's going to miss much. So you put Quintana, Lester, Arietta, Kyle Hendricks. Unless they think Lackey's not coming back, I don't know what Kyle Hendricks is also hurt. So. Going back to the Yankees real quick, Errol. Jordan Montgomery's on the mound tonight. Uh, the rookie six and four, three point six five ERA. It was for sixteen starts. Now, if this, if Montgomery can remain healthy, you know, hopefully he could get thirty starts, lowers ERA down to two, uh, below three. You know, this guy could make for uh for like rookie, not rookie of the year, but like a really valuable asset to this pitching rotation for the future. Montgomery. Yeah, I've been saying that. I've been saying that since day one, or not day one, but since the conversation came up that they might not win the division, if it's a one-game playoff, it's Jordan Montgomery to me. Um, this guy, Steven, if you watch him, and I've watched him closely, mainly because eh, I'm giving a little bit of a biased opinion because he's on my fantasy team. But, you know, for that, I'm saying it because I've watched him more than, not a little bit more than Severino. But Severino has the best stuff. Montgomery is cool, calm, and collective on the mound. Four pitches, uses them very well. And when, Stephen, when his curveball is on, he makes people look flat out silly. Uh, and then we have we have Severino, Severino on the mound. By the way, the Yankees open up a four game series with the Red Sox. Now is this Sunway. official? Because I knew they were they were still as early as this morning. They were still deciding who to start today. Well, as of Yankees.com, Brian Mitchell's. Uh, no, 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 I'm talking about tonight. Oh, tonight? Tonight. Is Montgomery definitely starting Yeah, tonight? Montgomery's starting tonight. Because huh. they were, I'm just going to double check on Twitter, because you know these websites. This is the beauty of Twitter. You I, know, I think this is more reliable than Twitter. Are you sure about that? I would bet my own on it. Which arm? My right one. All and right. I'm a righty. All right, let's see. Let's see. Are you a righty? Yeah, I'm a righty. Are you sure you're not a lefty? Oh God! Just I just type in Yankee starter. All you see is Michael Pineda. Well, it looks like Montgomery for now, at least from my knowledge. 
then Severino tomorrow against Chris Sale. Chris Sale uh, having a Cy Young-worthy season. Uh, started the All-Star game uh, on Tuesday. American League, we didn't even talk about the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby, Errol. Mm-hmm. The uh, American League actually won in the 10th inning with a Robinson Cano uh, game winner to bring home. I can't even remember. That's how meaningless the All-Star game is. But uh, Chris Sale started for the American League. Another solid performance by him. Uh, Chris Sale is a 6-1 with a 2.34 ERA. Uh, holding opponents to a .187 average, both righties and lefties combined. He's a Cy Young. Uh, we discussed this for our uh, last week. And the guy's a Cy Young. He's amazing. Um, Steven, some news. You missed a lot, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking at the Sweeney Murray right now. Greg Bird. Oh, God, what a wasting of 11, 11th round pick I made there. Um, he's going to get one more injection. If that doesn't work, they're going to take the bone, the excess bone growth out of his ankle. And that's actually a real possibility. That would be six to eight weeks. So you could that's probably scary. take yeah, you could probably take him out of the equation for the first base um first base solution. He's not a solution to the first base question right now for the Yankees. Matt Holiday is due back tonight after the weird infection. Excellent. I don't know. I, I I don't know what happened to him, but but the uh, actually yesterday the Yankees made a minor league trade. Uh, they traded uh Webb Tyler Webb for Garrett who's been for uh, Garrett Cooper. Who Webb was in the majors uh, for a short time. I never really. Yeah, he was in the majors for a short time. A uh, bullpen guy. So they received, they got first base from Garrett Cooper from the Chicago White Sox. No, from the Brewers. From the Brewers. It was from the Brewers. Okay, so coming back to the rotation uh, tomorrow, they have Severino. The Yankees have Severino Sunday in the doubleheader. They have Brian Mitchell making his first start of the season. And uh, Meshihiro Tanaka. So. Um, so it looks like – so Jordan Montgomery will be the starter tonight. It was supposed to be Pineda. I think they were going to put Pineda there. They do have four games this week. They have a doubleheader on Sunday. Um, so it will be Montgomery after Pineda's out for the year. I mean, it's just it's just a scary proposition. We haven't seen – you know what, knock on wood, how many UCLs tears have we seen this year? I mean, this was the first one. It took a while. I mean, thank Lord it, it took this long. They actually have some interesting series coming up oh, after this, this Red Sox. This is going to decide it right here. This well, next half, the last half of July. They're in Minnesota. They're, so first of all, they're on a. Oh, you really have to count, Stephen. Ten-day ten road trip. Oh. Eleven games, realistically, with this doubleheader. I love um, doubleheaders. I do too. Oh, I love it. But first they're in Boston, then Minnesota, which Minnesota's has first place in the division right now. So I don't think they do. They do. They do. They they. Minnesota's oh, first place. Cleveland was so hot. No, they might be in second actually. I think they're in second. Cleveland went on a run where they won like thirteen or fourteen games. Check on that. So I'm pretty sure it's Cleveland. I'll double check for you. I'll bet my arm on it. Left or right? Does it matter? Your left or right? <laughs> my right one. Um, but I mean Minnesota's one of the big surprises this year. Um. Yeah, Minnesota. Who's John? What are you doing here? Jonah Carey. I don't know. Must be drunk or something. Yeah, Cleveland leads by two and a half games. So, so. Oh, actually, I won. So that's my arm. Huge um, series for that. Then they go into Seattle. Seattle been kind of a disappointment. I picked them to win a wild card. 
course they've been a disappointment because I picked them to win something. So and then Cincinnati they go they come home for Cincinnati for two. Right in July. Um, Tampa for four. Tampa. Well, that, that's still two weeks away. We don't know where Tampa's going to be in the next two weeks. Two weeks is a long well, time. I think they're for. I listen. If I you look at it. the wild card race, Stephen. If you look at the wild card race, who's better? I mean, realistically, it depends on who's is Minis- healthy. Is Minnesota better than them? I don't. I don't think so. Is Anaheim better? And they're two games under five hundred. I mean, better. Better. They're barely good. I'll talk about better. Texas on paper and Seattle on paper, I think, are both better. Um, Baltimore, no. Toronto, no. Um, Detroit, absolutely not. Oakland, Minnesota. Excuse me, not Minnesota. Chicago. Chicago White Sox. You know, Chicago White Sox are have the worst record in the American League, and they are seven and a half, seven and a half games back. A team that I can see selling off some pieces too, like well, Todd Frazier. Well, they already started, and David Robertson. They could, they could realistically make structure out their starting their outfield nine. Um, no, I don't think. I mean, you think there's a younger guy. There's a younger guy. He's under a controllable contract for his production. So they could probably get some. But that's Oh, listen, they could get some great prospects for him. But, I mean, is anyone willing to overpay for a first base, you know, a lefty He's first base? He's an American baseman? League player, first of all. Yeah, so I, I don't think so. Listen, they still have Robertson. They still have Todd Frazier. They got a ton for Quintana. They got a ton, a lot more than what Eaton was worth. For Eaton, I mean, they got a top pitching prospect in Giolito, even though he's not doing so hot right now. But yeah, I don't think. See, and I know we got off topic because we were talking about you know the Yankees going into the second half, started getting into the whole, the whole American League. It's going to be the Yankees in the Rays fighting for that one wild card, fighting for the top wild card spot. And the other one, I think, will resort to the second one and have to go on the road. That's what I really believe because I look at the rest of the American League, Stephen, aside from. Uh, Minnesota, Tampa, and, and the Yankees. Everyone else is under 500. That's, this is bad. Do you know what? Do you know where the Mets would be right now if they were in the American League? What? They are 39 and 47. Uh, yeah, so they would make them seven. Okay, so they. So the 18 below 500. It's still pretty bad. Still, it would still be pretty bad, but they would be six and a half games behind a wild card spot. In the National League, they are ten and a half games behind a wild card spot. If the Mets went seven and three on this homestand, they have Colorado, St. St. Louis, Louis, and who else? Colorado, St. Colorado, Louis. You work for the team. No, it's Colorado and St. Louis. If you said if they went seven and three, it means they would have ten games. They do have a ten game series, and I got it. Don't worry. Don't strain yourself. And then Oakland. Oh come on. Yeah, they need to take. Seven if they could take Seth. So that would mean losing one game in each series. But if you lose that many games, I mean, Oakland, they should really hit the they should hit the cover off the ball against Oakland. Oakland has no pitching whatsoever. Should have beat San Diego. Yeah, he had a point there. Then again, I mean, let's be honest, Colorado should beat the Mets. I mean, the Mets are are literally the team that you kicked the can for to this. Well, Colorado, you know, wasn't really a great team at the end of. Uh, the first half. So we'll see what happens with that uh, after this All-Star break. Curious to see how the Colorado Rockies, 
you know, that division's really tough. That Western division, there's three teams that are really in the race, Arizona, L.A., and Colorado. Well, we talk about the Rockies as much praise as they deserve. They're 52-39, and 39, and they're nine and a half games back in first place. L.A. is 61-29, and 29, Stephen. They are nearly 10 games better than the Rockies, who I have all the proud – I think it might be one of the best teams in baseball. So you're saying right now the Rockies have the top wild card spot. The Mets They're have- second behind Arizona. Okay, so – The Rockies have the last wild card spot. How That's many games back on the Mets in the wild card? Ten game? and a half. That would make them six and a half. If they were – The Mets sweep the Rockies. It's a pipe dream that if they sweep the Rockies, they would be six and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, seven and a half, excuse me. They have three games with them. And Chicago is seven and a half games back. Of, wow. I mean, come on, Chicago. But then again, Chicago, and then you look at the division, and they're five and a half games back. The Brewers. Unbelievable. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. I-95 Sports Network, Weissman and Oz, and we're going to discuss uh, the Mets. And what do we expect in the second half? And also, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants Mello? Who wants Ryan Anderson? Nobody. Oh, man. Why is it an odds back after this? Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Weissman and Oz, 2.30. Weissman and Oz, back with you. It is a fantastic movie. Yes, Baby Driver. Stephen has never, not, has, Stephen has not only never seen it, Stephen has never heard of it. Stephen should be five from this network. Weissman and Oz, back with you. I-95 Sports Network. The phone number to call is... one six zero five five six two eight zero zero one. Press 5 to join the conversation or go to the new i95sportsnetwork.com. You'll find not only our shows, but plenty of other shows on the I-95 Sports Network. That new website that Bobby read it, awesome. Awesome job. Two thumbs up. Uh, website looks beautiful. Steven, oh, we got with the – I can't even say good because we're talking, we talk, we're talking about a baseball team for only four games over 500 and just lost their – I mean, they lost their third best starter um, in Pinea. Now it goes, we go from bad to really bad, Steven. I wouldn't say that bad. Eight games under 500 is really bad. It's not good. Um, when we did, when we were on with Steven and Dan on their show, by the way, appreciate the, uh, appreciate them having us on. Uh, had a lot of fun that night. When was that? Night. Tuesday night, Tuesday correct? night, and had the All-Star game. You know, Steven and Dan both said, I would get rid of both. I'd get rid of Sandy. I'd get rid of Terry. And I really wouldn't go that far. I think Terry is gone either way because I think, you know, he's kind of shown hints that he was he ready to, to retire, retire after uh, this year. Yeah. So I think, you know, he's out. And let's not forget, I mean, Sandy was brought in. I don't think Sandy picked Terry Collins. I think he was stowed upon him. I don't know if he picked him. Um, so now Sandy, if Terry walks away, and I think they're going to do like the Tom Coughlin thing. You know, we decided that you know, he's walking away. You know, he's uh, he's stepping away. I, I it will be. You feel like that's gonna happen? Yeah, I think because we kind of knew Coughlin got quote unquote fired, but you know, well, he's, he's done. 
get fired. Yeah, but I think he, you know, he got fired. I think that's going to happen the same thing with Terry Collins, and then he's going to have the opportunity to bring in his own guy in Sandy. It's probably going to be a guy that well, we never heard of. We know it's we know it's not going to be Wally Backman, even as though much, I disagree with as that. As much as I would love to. He got fired in AAA. With the best. Yeah. Where is he now? I saw he became an internet sensation for 24 hours last week. I just don't know where he was. I don't know. What, is he on a team right now? He was managing some baseball team. Uh, I don't I don't know where. But he, he is just a national treasure. We know, I, I as much as I kind of would, wouldn't mind seeing it, I re, uh, reunited with Bobby Valentine. But it's a young man's game, like you said earlier on WFAN today. He was actually on with Joe and Evan. They were at his restaurant, at his restaurant. in Stanford. Hey, you want to take a trip to Stanford? Stanford, San- not oh, Stanford. I Stanford. No, that's Stanford's in California, Stephen. Stanford is in Connecticut. Stanford? Stanford, S-A-M is in mom, F-O-R-D. I didn't know that. I thought Stanford was in Connecticut. Stanford is S-T-A-N-D. Are you sure? Stanford. Yes, good. California. With the big guess. There you go. Uh, Stanford. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stanford. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't okay, know. so whatever. Aside from the geography lesson. I um, don't. Uh, Bobby Valentine said it's a young man's game. Yeah, I don't seem to like The players seem to like younger guys as the coach, anyway. Which one? But that's not the case with. I mean, we've never heard anything come out of that locker room that the players just kind of mute Terry out. I mean, they, Terry would run through a wall for his players, and I think the players would do the same. They like Terry Collins. Personally, I don't think he deserves to be fired because I don't think he's the one hurting his – I mean, is it his fault the players no. can't stay off the disabled list? I'm going to agree with what Steven said on his show the other day. Get rid of both? Steven said I, – I wouldn't say get rid of both because I'm a fan of Sandy Alderson, and I think he was the right fit for the job. And so was Terry Collins. When he got the job. And you know what? I, I think Terry Collins is a great manager for young players. This team is not built around young players anymore. I think we can deem it a success, even though they didn't win. They got to a World Series with a team that was 51-50 and 50 when they went on the run that they did in 2015. So I think we can kind of deem it a success if they do get a clean house, essentially, quote-unquote. But I do think it's time to move on from Terry. as You know what? He's done his job. He got this team to the next level from a, a team in, what, 2008 that was not a very good team at all. Sorry, that he was the longest tenure manager, man. I mean, <laughs> not saying it's an indictment on Terry. It's an indictment on the organization that this team didn't have enough success. I mean, Davey Johnson won a World Series, Gil Hodges, and they couldn't hold the job. I mean, Terry held this job for so long. Sure. And you know he did a good, he did a damn good job. You know, and in the first half of his contract, he was giving garbage. I mean, we let's call it as we see it, Steve. This team had to rebuild from the ground up, and he was giving garbage the first half of that he was here, the first three four years that he was here. When did when did we really say, damn, this is a good team? This is a good team. I feel good about this team. When did we really say that for the first time in his tenure? 2015. 2015. Even before they got set, so I thought they were a good team. But, but they didn't have enough, which is why they went out and got Johannes. So he got the job in 2008, and it took them seven years 
to put a team that's on the field that you say, wow, you know, we got a damn good ball club here. But people want to blame Terry Collins. Now, he's gone at the end of the year because I think he just wants to retire. He's, old, he's 70 years old, right? So if he wouldn't retire, you think they, the Mets would welcome him back? I don't. No, I don't think so because I kind of I, I feel the tension between what him and What if they make the playoffs? If they make the playoffs, I still think he's going to retire. I mean, it's just despite the fact. I still think he's going to retire at the end of the year. Well, we know the playoffs are a long, you know, it's very unlikely. Yes, which is why I want to go over something. Go ahead. But I do think the Mets have a chance. Do you really now? I do. I honestly do. I don't think. I think the Mets need to go on a little bit of a hot streak. I think so. Oh, you think so? I think they need to win at least seven of these games. I I think they need good chemistry on this team and bring up one guy. Two guys. One guy. One guy. Ahmed Rosario. I said this on Steven's show the other day. I think Ahmed Rosario would create this, the spark that the Mets need. I think once that spark hits, this team's going all out. This team's going to win. I do have – I don't know if it's just me being optimistic about this team. Being optimistic. I – can truly feel it. They needed this break, and I, I, I can see the Mets taking at least two of the uh, two games from the Rockies. Now, Stephen, whether they make a run or not, um, I do think the Mets need. They're going to look very different next year, and I think what they need to do is go be something that. Let's be honest, they never really are, and they haven't been since Omar Mani- the Omar Minaya days back in 2005, 2006. They need to go out and be big spenders in free agency. And it would be an absolute disgrace if they're not. Do you want to know why, Stephen? Why? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hmm. Okay, so set, set, uh, eight, seven, yes, yeah, seven. Do you know what that number means, Stephen? Out of the eight biggest contract, nine biggest contracts, I can't really count right because, I mean, yeah, he's getting paid twenty three million, but while he's still in the disabled list, the insurances are paying him. Mets aren't, right? So seven of the eight biggest contracts are expiring after this year. Now, if you come to me and tell me we're not going to be big spenders in free agency, it would be an absolute disgrace and a shame and a slap in the face to the Mets fans. Do you understand that? Our boy, Curtis Granderson, good four years. I mean, the last time the Mets actually had a good contract with a player, I can't really remember. Curtis Granderson. Curtis Granderson. $15 million coming off the books. Jay Bruce, $13 million coming off the books. You don't think they should resign Jay Bruce? I don't think there's room. I'm going to get to that in a second. Asrubal Cabrera, eight and a quarter, half million dollars coming off the books. Addison Reed, seven and three quarter million dollars coming off the books. Lucas Duda, seven and one quarter million dollars coming off the books. Oh, and the one that people forget because he is on the disabled list, but he did accept a qualifying offer. Neil Walker, seventeen million dollars coming off the books. If you come to me, not me specifically, and tell me we are not going to be big spenders in free agency, I'm I I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Now, pertain- I also think they can trade Matt Harvey. Should trade Matt Harvey. No, they shouldn't because I mean you can get a bag of balls from Matt Harvey. I'd rather keep him once he's good and healthy, and, and he has one de- one year left in his contract. Trade him next year. 
throw in next year. Because I don't think he, you're not getting out of anything out of him this year. If he gets, if he becomes Matt, what Matt Harvey, the Matt Harvey, Matt Harvey of 2013, trade him. No, 70% of what, because I don't think we'll ever see that Matt Harvey again. 70% of what that Matt Harvey was, there's no reason to trade him because you know what? If that's 70% of Matt Harvey, you're probably in a pretty good spot in 2018. I think they must need to go out and get a starter this offseason. I want to see the free agents available this offseason starting pitching. Why? I mean, what do you, what free agents? You know, who is, um, yeah, I don't want to rip her, but the admin page to, uh, We Bleed Blue and Orange on Twitter, um, whoever that is, she put out like an entire itinerary of what she wants to do for the offseason. And it was the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. It had Andrew Kasher in the rotation, Jacob DeGrom being traded for Chris Zavinsky and Alex Bregman. No, thank you. I don't need a reliever and a guy who I've never seen actually hitting the majors. Um, Josh Tolley. Um, actually hitting the majors. I mean, that would be nice. L- listen, I, why would I trade a proven bona fide ace in this league? Oh, great. Let's see. Oh, man, I can't wait to see all these 30-year-old outfielders. 30, 31, 32, well, 33. I'm, at, I'm about to look at starters. Steven, there are no star. What starters do you want? I'm seeing who's available. Let's see. Oh, let's read off the list of starters right now. Fred Anderson, Jake Arrieta, we were actually talking about him earlier, Clay Buckles, Cahill, Matt Cain, $21 million club option. Or <laughs> so he'll be on the market. Andrew Kashner, Chatin, stop me when I shouldn't be making this noise. Tyler Chatwood, Jesse Chavez, Wei Yun Chen. Alex Cobb. Hey. I give a less, see, I give a little bit of a noise. I didn't make Um, He's coming off major surgery, so. Bartolo Cologne. You're getting water all over my computer. <laughs> Johnny Cueto uh, can opt out for uh He's not he's not getting opt out. He's not opting out. He's going to make $84 million, so you can count it. And the Giants opt out? You Darvish. Is gonna cost probably about two hundred million dollars. John, John, John Dex, John Dex is still in the league. Wow. Jorge De La Rosa, no. Ari Dickey, no. Nathan Avaldi, oh, I forgot about it. Interesting. Um, one year, one year option. I, I, Marco Estrada is that old? Scott Feldman, Doug Fister, Giovanni Gallardo, Jaime Garcia, Matt Garza, Gio Gonzalez, um, twelve million dollar club option, so he'll be on the Nationals. Um, oh, it's not even I mean, a vest once he pitches 180, so he'll do that. Miguel Gonzalez, no, Jeff Alexson, Derek Holland, Baldo Jimenez, Ian Kennedy, John Lackey, Francisco Liriano, Jordan Lyles, Lance, what? Tyson Ross just had the same surgery that Matt Harvey did. Okay, I can't do Steven, stop. Stop scrolling down. There's no reason. I keep scrolling down, actually. Jason Vargas, Jared Weaver, <laughs> Jared. So what what free agent star do you want to sign him? These bevy of talent of arms. Go ahead. Um, I'll wait. Tick tock, tick tock. No one, Steven. John Neese. Oh. Matt Moore. Oh. Matt Moore. You aggravate me sometimes. Do you know that? I'll take an option on him. Um, I'll take an option of throwing you out a window. Grom, Syndergaard, Matt, 
Wheeler, Harvey, Lugo, Gazelle. Just go with Steven. The law of averages says that these guys, half of these guys, got to stay healthy for an entire year. I mean, come on, Antonio Pastore. This, this is not Antonio Pastore. I'll just get this list out of my face, please. You know who should they be? They, ooh, you know who should they? They should be signing Mike Mustakis, Lorenzo Cain. Andrew Miller. Is he a free? Just double check his free agent. Andrew McCutton. No, not Andrew McCutton. What's the matter with you? Are you looking? Are you, go down. Go down to the left. They were relievers. Let me see something for a second. Uh, let's see. Do you see him anywhere? Oh, I thought he was a free. I thought no. he was a free agent. Andrew Miller. No, that's upsetting. Um, Jonathan Lucroy. Steven. Do I have to read off the numbers again for you? Curtis Granderson, fifteen million. Jay Bruce, thirteen million. Oshawa Cabrera, eight million. Addison Reed, eight million. Lucas Duda, seven million. Neil Walker, seventeen million dollars. Seventeen. Are you kidding? Do you know how much? Oh Jesus Christ! Stephen, get your calculator out. Get the calculator out, Stephen. I'm going to blow a gasket on our 95 Sports Network right now on the Weiss and Oz show. I might just blow a gasket. Because I know, you know why, Steven? Because I don't have to wait until until the winter. Because I know they're not going to sign anybody. Because that's just oh. how they are. $17 million. No, you're good? $15 million. Tell me when to go. $13 million. $8 million. $7 million. Seven million again, and then add two million to that because of all the um, the extra money in there. Sixty million. Sixty nine million dollars is coming off the books. Do you want to know the best part, Steven? Do you want to know the best part? So that eight million that a Stribble Cabrera has is going to turn into whatever Rosario's getting paid uh, seven hundred thousand, right? <clears throat> Dom Smith in the thousands, in the hundred thousands. Okay, I would have no problem with um, T.J. Rivera playing second base. Five hundred and seven thousand. Are you kidding? So you're replacing eight million, seven million, and seventeen million with combined salaries that will add up to not even three million dollars. So I don't want, and you're still not paying any of the starting pitchers. The the ground needs to get paid. I'm bringing back three guys. I'm extending two guys this offseason. No, I'm not extending two. I'm extending one. I'm extending two. You're extending Noah and, and DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom. I'm not, ext- I don't, I'm not extending Noah until they have to extend Noah. Why would you? Strong the vote of confidence. Would you pay your... Would you pay... When you have the money, do it. You have the money, right? You got to pay off the mortgage. Would you pay off the entire mortgage unnecessarily do that? Or would you just make the payments? So you'd be good for the future? Or you just make the payments? Yeah, I mean, what happens when the house burns down and you got no insurance? Then what? What happens when Noah breaks down the way he did this year? And you're stuck with it. first time getting injured. Yeah, and that 17 pounds of muscle ain't going away, kiddo. So it's not. Okay. So 69, let's say $70 million coming off in cap space. And you, and if you add up to the players that are going to be replacing him, it's sixty-seven million. What, would you, what do you think the number is going to be for Jacob Degrom? <sighs> Twenty million a year? 
No, not that much. I'm trying to think of. Give, give me the um. Someone give me the pitcher salaries, please. I want the top pitcher salaries because that's you know it's it's what the Grom is. He's one of the top pitchers in the league. He deserves to get paid like one. Um. I believe Matt and Senegal are both like 2022, 20, 2021. 20, All right, so keep going down. Kershaw, $35 million. Granke's $34 million. You know, these are these are guys that go, keep going down. Uh, like what Strasburg or Homer Bailey gets paid $19 million. Scott Cavett. Okay, for the fact that Wainwright, Bailey, and Zimmerman are all getting paid I mean, Strasburg's on like a seven-year deal. I give him five years, hundred mil. I that's yeah, uh, twenty million. Yeah, okay. I think that's what you because you know you go to. I didn't think it. I wasn't really sure what the rate for pitchers went, but then you look at James Shield is getting paid twenty-one million dollars. James Shields is the twelfth most paid pitcher in the league. Big game. James has never pitched a big game and won. Big game. So twenty million for for Degrom. What Five years, a hundred mil. Yeah, so twenty mil per. Um, I think it's this. Do you have to give it to him this year? Here's one more year after this, right? So go off. Listen. No, here's two more. You can't yeah, he was, after he was, Harvey. He was the second one coming off after Harvey, and Harvey's done after. But still, I think you need to give him the contract. Yeah. Early. He's one of those guys you need to. He's Mister Reliable. I I keep saying he's the best pitcher on the staff. And I, I, I really wouldn't argue it. And I, I would fight someone who would tell me. So phys- realistically, physically, verbally, but you're gonna extend the ground this off season. I feel like you have to. I don't know if they are. I mean, they had talks about it this coming year, didn't they, or this or last year after the World Series? You need to upgrade catcher. First base, and you'll have Smith. Second base, platoon Flores and Rivera. T.J. Rivera. I can let him fight out for the job. I mean, one of them's gonna be the the all around the role that Flores plays this year. Or he was supposed to play this year coming into the league year. Shortstop, you have Rosario. Third base, you need to sign Moustakas. Left field, you have Cespedes. Center field, you have to sign King. Right field, you have Michael Conforto playing every day in the right field. Now, Luke, I'm going to give you these three guys. Tell me how you would prioritize them for the Mets. Luke Roy, Kane, and Moustakas. And I don't... I'm going to say... Moustakas. Number one, Lorenzo Kane two, Travis Darno three. Let me actually flip Travis Darno three. Let me flip that. Travis, you just said Travis Darno two, Kane three. Why do you keep saying Darno? Uh Luke Roy two. You're replacing Darno. Good. I'm glad Luke you. Luke two, Kane three. Mustafa one, because I think you need an everyday third baseman. But I don't know if you sign Mustafa long term. 29, not even 30. I mean, these two guys, I know we don't like to spend money. I mean, I don't know why people are so skeptical about spending money. It's not even your money. Or it's not our money. It's not their money, whatever it is. Um, yeah, can we find the page that we were on before? Um, thank you, guys. Um, he's 29. He's a World Series champion, unfortunately. Um, he would, him and Kane would bring a veteran, veteran uh, savvy and a veteran persona to this. Maybe we should sign this guy. Oh, yes, who has a $6 million option. Why would the Astros ever pick up that? I'm kidding. Um, go down to the, to the relievers, because we need... Now, listen. Familia changes a lot. So, 
if you get into the pecking order of that, I mean, the, oh, gosh. Wade Davis. Wade Davis. Interesting. Steve Cisek is an interesting name. Um, Greg Holland. Jason Grilly's too old. Greg Holland, who, let's be honest, he, you know, he's going to pick up his $15 million option in Colorado. I mean, he deserves it. He's back to being the Greg Holland that I was begging. Steven, I was begging them to pick him up. Him yeah. and Wilson Ramos, I was begging them, the Mets to pick them up. And look what they've become, Steven. Um, I, I, I like Luke Gregerson. I like Gregerson. I like Jean-Marc Gomez. I wouldn't touch Jean-Marc Gomez. Keep going down. Um, Pat Nishek's a little on the older side. I give him a short-term deal. Hey. Addison Reed. Reed, Reed, you know what? He's interesting to me because if he had the type of year that he had in 2016, I would say no way he's going to get he's going to get a ton of money to be someone's closer, but he hasn't had that type of year. I'd stay away from uh, <laughs> Fernando Salas again. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Stephen. Joe Smith, hey, what a blast from the past. Submarine pitcher. Francisco Rodriguez, I'd stay away from. You know, he got released today. Did he? By the Nationals, yeah. I mean, I'd no, stay away from him. No one wants this guy. I know. I was kidding. But, um, Steven, honestly, when Familia comes back next year, you know, because, you know, God knows what will happen. I mean, he changes the pecking order of that of that bullpen. I mean, instead of Neil Ramirez in the seventh, Blevins in the eighth, or Salas in the eighth, and Blevins in the seventh, and Salas in the seventh, you know, it's, it's Blevins seventh, Reed eighth. So it's going to be interesting. Now, what – this is, you know, everyone's – we don't want to, like, jump ahead to saying that the Mets are done, but they're essentially done when you look at how far back they are. And this is regardless if um, – this is regardless if they make the playoffs or not because there's going to be a lot of turnover on this team. But, uh, Steven, shall I or Shanghai? Or should – You shall. Shall? Shakespeare? You shall. Hey, I can't stand Shakespeare. I don't know why I'm an English major, honestly. Um – See, the things that have transpired, you know what's funny? I've never seen a team where something happens or you hear something come out of that organization and more questions are raised than more answers are, are answered. The In a town in New York that has the Jets and the Mets and neither of those teams are the most dysfunctional team in this city, the New York Knicks are beyond dysfunctional. The New York Knicks gave Tim Harley Jr. $71 million. The New York Knicks just hired her GM after giving Tim Harley Jr. $71 million. And the New York Knicks have now put the Carmelo Anthony um, talks on hold after talking about how they want to emphasize their youth on the team. And now they think they might want to keep them. Steven, I love Melo. I thought he's given this city a lot. I think it's ridiculous that people hate on him for not playing defense because I, I don't know what they expected when he came over. This is the player that he is. He wasn't going to change the player that he had been for the past decade when he came here. Carmelo Anthony deserves to be traded somewhere else where he can has a chance to win. Now, whether it's Houston or somewhere else, because I don't think he's a, he's a fit in Houston. And you, you know how the Knicks were signed? Remember last – wow, he's doing this over here, aren't we? Remember when the Knicks – Signed Derek Rose, traded for Derek Rose and Joe King Noah and signed Courtney Lee and they were gonna go to the playoffs. Remember how I was kinda like wasn't happy about it. I wasn't that crazy over it. Remember that? Yes. People should have listened to me. Okay? Because when you put a collective when you're I don't know why I compare everything to a car. I don't this is a better option. When you 
have a movie or a show, you take the guys that you think, or women, I don't want to, that you think are going to fit together, right? You don't take the best ones, the, you know, the Mark Wahlbergs and the Adam Sandlers, and you don't take different genres of guys and you put them together and expect art to be made because, you know, maybe these guys won't mesh. James Harden, we mesh, don't worry, Steven. James Harden, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Paul, I don't think, they're just, you're putting players together and throwing them out there and saying, go learn how to play with each other. I don't really think, although sometimes it does work. We saw it last night in the documentary, Mike and the Mad Dog. I was just going to say that, Mike and the Mad Dog. <laughs> but I wasn't crazy about it, and there, you know, look what happened. I mean, they started off well, and the Phil didn't mesh with anybody, so. The point of it, the Knicks, I mean, he needs to go. He's not going to mesh here. It's a marriage that it's not working out. Like, um, I'm trying to think of some hockey reference for you. I don't, I don't know. A ho- I, I understand. A, a hockey player on the island there that, you know, he was a good player, just didn't mesh here. Can you think of one? Ryan Strong. That's a good, that's a good example, actually. What are you looking at? You. Not beautiful for you enough? Da 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 da. Do you want to tell me that you love me? I think we're done with the singing. What's wrong with my singing? I just think we're done with the singing. Is there something wrong with my singing? No, not at all. Um, before we log off, the metal thing. It's annoying me. It's annoying me, Steven. Um. It's kind of like the Halak thing. Now, they're not on the same caliber, but when you're just waiting, or Captain Lot is a better example, you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, you just feel like it's never going to happen, and like, it's never going to happen. It just really does feel that I do way. I think Carmelo gets traded this offseason. Yeah. I truly do. I truly see him going to Houston. How could you look Melo in the face and tell him, hey, listen, I know there's been rumors swirling around for the past year, but I think we want to keep you. Right? Do how do you tell, how do the Mets cut the, their department that you work in? Hey, listen, you know, we've been lobbying that you should be fired for a while, and it's gotten awkward, it's gotten real awkward, but I think we want to keep you here. How do you tell someone in the, how do you look at someone and tell them that? I mean, it's it's odd, it's awkward, it, it creates an odd presence for this team. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. And I don't know what, there's no direction with this team, Steven. You know, the Islanders, it, Kind of compared to the Islanders a little bit. I don't know, to me, they don't have a direction. They traded Havnick for draft picks, but then they're, you know, they're trading for Everly, and it looks like they're trying to get better. And it looks like they're they're a little half pregnant, right? So I don't really know what direction they're going. They're in better direction than the Knicks. They're in better shape than no one's in worse shape than the Knicks. I, it's it's out, it's downright ridiculous, and I I really don't know what to do with that. But with that said, people, this guy can't read. He can't read. No. What? Have you been watching Conor McGregor play Mayweather stuff? No. It's so entertaining. And I, now, I know the fight's not going to be good, but wow, am I entertained. i got to start watching WWE. But With that being said, it went quick. Thank you for our listeners. We will be back with you next Friday from 2 to 3 once again. I'm Steven. I'm Errol. And if you guys want, you are just, you're just ready. You're ready to get rid of me, aren't you? If you guys want to hear a little bit extra of us, um, we did do a podcast. We're recording with SND Podcast. I did retweet it. Steven, I think you retweeted it too. We did our uh, second half preview. We were on, They were doing their second half preview and we actually we chimed in, we chimed in and we, we did the show with them. So that was uh, thank you for them. 
But uh, you can find our show uh, on SoundCloud on the SMD Podcast channel. But uh, we will be posting it on our White Sun Analysis Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So with that being said, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good week, everybody. White Sun Alive, I-95 Sports Network. Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today.